from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Kitano Siles. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a tabletop-inspired, world-building, storytelling, and character creation podcast where each week we take your, yes, your brilliant listener-submitted prompts, and then we take that prompt and we craft the greatest story of all time and add that story to our ever-growing lore and universe for a world that we call fantasy. Uh. That's sick. It's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. It gets me excited hearing it every episode. Right. I think it has legs. I think it's something that could like really make a few hundred episodes and never get tired. I I, I mean, I feel I mean, I I feel energized like hearing the pitch every week. Like I feel a week. I feel energized and excited. (laughs) Hearing the episode every Aaron edits. It sounds like this. Hearing that pitch every week. I (laughs) hearing that pitch every week. I realized that every every seven days, (laughs) every single seven day period, (laughs) when a new episode comes out, I just get so jazzed up about our weekly podcast, (laughs) about our about our regular release schedule. (laughs) Hey, man, when I see a single dime from a mattress company, I'll start making regularly scheduled content. That works. That works. Shebang. Um, but first in this show, usually we talk about things that we're like eating and make us happy and whatever else kind of just to get us in the creative sauce flowing and just feel good. Um, Jeff, what's getting you excited this week? I've been watching a TV show and it's okay. just it's it's firing on all cylinders and it's getting me excited. What is it? It's called Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. That looks really good. It's fun. It's really, really, it's like a very good sports show. Like, if you enjoy sports, it's like a very good sports show. I, it looks really good. I am excited to poke into it. I remember seeing the trailer for it and being like, oh, oh, really? It was, mm. it's very, very, like, it's good. The, the performances are incredible. Um, Quincy Isaiah, who plays Magic Johnson, is, this is his, like, breakout role? He's been in, like, a short film before this, mm-hmm. and, like, he's incredible. He's just, he's blowing, like, he's in, he's magnificent. Like, he's playing, you know, Magic Johnson. He's playing one of the most, like, outsized and charismatic people who has ever set foot on a basketball court. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, that's not an easy role to play, let alone play it, like, like a human and not, like, an impression. <laughs> yes. And he manages to pull it off, which is incredibly impressive. That makes me really happy. I love that. I mean, I, I one, I love a good acting performance, but I do love when larger than people that we see is larger than life because they are one, like super fucking human athletes and well-known yeah. fig public figures. When someone doesn't turn them into a cartoon version of themselves, I'm like, respect. Like when people play presidents, I'm usually, and it's a good job. I'm like, that's fucking hard because we hear them talk all the time. It's, t- it's tough to not turn into an impression or a, or like a, like you said, a cartoon. Like it's tough and I enjoy it a lot. Fuck yes. I love that. Um, what's getting me jazzed up this week is one, I'm on like week three of big papaya energy. Before we recorded a half hour before I smashed an entire papaya, meaning I put it in my stomach. (laughs) Incredible. I'm excited for you. Um, for me, it's been taking long fucking walks to like get some sunlight. Like, I don't know if I said this on the show. My apartment gets very little sunlight because there's just another fucking building out there blocking any view or (laughs) access to the sun. So I live in some kind of hell dungeon. And uh, so I take long walks every day, but I finally, so from working in the service industry for so long, I never looked at my step counter because the first year, God, when I was making this fucking show, probably around like Madame Mysteria and stuff, I looked at my step, uh, my pedometer and it said I walked nine miles in a shift. (laughs) Incredible. It's terrible. So I stopped looking at it, but now that I'm actually walking, I'm like setting mile goals and trying to like... I just like setting kind of like personal goals for myself in terms of amount of steps each day and things like that. So I can remind myself now that I work mostly at my desk, it's I don't move as much. And so I have to get out and do shit. It's been nice. And I just like it's spring. And so there's flowers and birds. And that makes me very happy. That makes me really happy to hear. I'm like, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
But this podcast, we're about to take a listener prompt and create the greatest story of all time. And I saw a prompt today, Jeff, and I got to say, it changed my life. It got me inspired to do some deep thinking. I wrote a ton about this, and I'm about to break out my notebook, and I'm just fucking joking. This one cracks me the fuck up. This one is from Eldritch Friend and Crab L. Prompt. It's owl time. Owl time. It's owl time. But I think of Power Rangers, but I also think about, Jeff, that sounds like a slogan for fantasy's hottest new soft drink. It does sound like a slogan for fantasy's hottest new soft drink. Uh, shout out, shout out to James D'Amato. Yes, we're doing another goddamn soda episode. I'm excited. Another, yeah, true. It is another goddamn <laughs> soda episode. And I can't wait because if you're a, if you're a long time fan of all my fantasy children, you know that sodas are borderline <laughs> cursed objects in our world that are made by evil corporations <laughs> that usually have some kind of curse associated with them, but it's supposed to have some kind of magical benefit, but it always blows up in your face. So, <laughs> is the slogan owl time or oh, is that owl, the drink? Owl, no, it's owl time. Wait, the slogan or the drink? The is it both? The slogan's <laughs> it's owl time. Okay, so the slogan is it's owl time. Do you want to find out what the potion does first or do you want to find out about its backstory? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this is where we want to go with this. Okay, it does not turn you into an owl. It does not turn you into an owl. It is a demo. I'm not interested in it turning into you into an owl or, or or having you grow wings or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want any owl powers either. I feel like we can do better than that and somehow okay, worse. Because the power that I was going to propose was that you drink it and then an owl goes and like just appears and just fucks something up nearby. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'd see. I was seeing it as like, you know, like the term bullet time. Sure. <laughs> I was thinking about something like you enter owl time. We've mentioned the dog dimension in the past. You know, I was thinking more of like, I mean, we can combine these two things of, you mean something goes wrong nearby? <laughs> no. Oh, no. I meant literally like, I was still what I was envisioning. And it's not this. I, will, I have actually <laughs> another pitch. This is going in the trash, but sometimes it's important to take an idea and put it in the trash. This is the, the writer's room, man, and we're talking about serious <laughs> shit. We're talking about potions. So what I was envisioning was you was like not a like a hate potion where you drink <laughs> it and think about someone that you hate. And then they go and they get attacked by an owl. <laughs> okay, so it's not that, but I like where your head is at. <laughs> I think it's just very funny. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just, ah, fucking Rick. And then you drink it. Just, you don't see it. Like, it doesn't, like, magically open a portal. You just know. You just know. You have to have faith. And that's what it means to be on owl time. Maybe, perhaps that is a phrase in fantasy. Being on owl time is when you're just full of spite, rage, and hate. And you want bad things to happen to people. And you're an asshole. Like, maybe that's a phrase where it's like, oh, that motherfucker's on owl time. I, I do like that. And I like that specifically. I, I want to direct whatever this potion is. Yes. In the direction of it. The thing that I want to pull out of the idea. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still picturing in my head. I don't know why the image of someone being attacked by an owl. That's horrible. It's gruesome. It's funny. <laughs> I think also I'm not picturing an owl. I'm picturing in my head like a pigeon. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, that's you just, satisfying. Like, you just like somebody just running down the street swatting at an angry bird. Oh, fuck, ow. Oh, God, oh. So tying into something, though, taking a step back. See, my, my noodle is already ticking. We've talked about birds on this podcast before that they're like symbols of warding off evil bad you know they they warrant adventurers like if you know if you see birds and trees and you hear them chirping they are actively like war it means your path is safe that you're in that there's no like dangerous monsters around or beings of malice even like bandits and shit because birds either ward them off or they like warn travelers of like incoming of like malicious intent we talked about that in god knows what episode but owl time is it tied to that, or is this something different? Or is that... Okay, so this is my pitch for you. This is how All My Fantasy Children works. What if the desired effect was warding off evil? Like, it would let you take the power that birds have in fantasy of feeling malicious intent, basically acquiring sense motive 
on a grand scale. Maybe owls are really good at detecting, like, malicious intent and warning others with their hoot. Like, birds chirping, that's the immediate area. But if you hear, like, a hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo, you know that there is, like, this place is safe for fucking miles. What say you? Is that just a (laughs) fact that can happen in fantasy? Where, like, an owl, like, birds... Yes, they ward off malicious intent, but are owls a symbol of like, yo, it's like really safe here. That's cool. I like that. I, I, when a threat has passed, the owl will hoot. Oh, baby. It's almost like a, like a clock striking midnight. Yeah. Or, or, or even like to the extent of, I want to imagine like an instrument is invented that like, after like a threat is worn off or like something bad happens and it's solved and it's settled and everybody's safe. People play the instrument. People learn owl calls. It's sort of like setting off fireworks or like celebrating like, yay, like clanking glasses. It's making like a meaning that this area is safe. So let's talk about owl time. Okay. Fuck. (laughs) Because what was it designed to do? Because that's always where we start. It was designed to be sort of a magical warding potion. Okay. I love like, like in the sense you know. of like it you're on owl time. You're safe. Like it <laughs> it wards <laughs> off it wards off, you know, it like it keeps the it keeps things at bay, right? But also like, think about what our potion vendors are, Jeff. They fucking suck. It would be like everybody likes you when you're on owl time. Like you're so, you're a beast. That was the idea. Of course. What actually happens, I'm pulling back, I'm bringing back the spite angle. Okay. And also maybe the literal owl angle. Because what happens instead, like it doesn't magically like sense danger and get rid of it, it uses your perception. Because we said like our birds are kind of like connected to the magic of the universe and there's like a magic by which they gauge safety and danger and all these other things. Yes. If you are just some fucking schlub- (laughs) You are not a bird. (laughs) Then whatever your perception, color, and I think that what that translates to is, and the market that it finds, because we always say that these find the worst possible market, is, again, if you're annoyed with someone, this is a potion that magically keeps them at bay by having bad things happen to them. So it's for mean people to do mean things to mean people? <laughs> yeah, it's like if I'm angry at Aaron, I drink this, you come near me, you slip on a banana peel. Okay, so it okay. So it basically gives you an aura of malice. Instead of repelling it, you when you're on owl time and you're drinking this thing, you are actually radiating like an aura. Remember Domino? Yeah. In yeah, X-Men? Yeah. It's almost like you you radiate an aura of bad luck. Yeah, it might I love not that. because it's a potion and in fantasy things don't go the way they're supposed to in terms I of love these that. shithead who designed <laughs> the drinks. They're like, yeah. And if you're on owl time, guess what? Bad shit's gonna happen to everybody who you hate. Who and then it's no, anyone who comes near you, you exude this fucking aura of bad yeah, luck. It's just a bad luck potion. That's very <laughs> fucking funny. You have like an aura of like what, 50 feet? Yeah, sure. Where if like if you walk in my general vicinity. Like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna break wind or slip on a banana. I'm gonna break wind in an uncomfortable <laughs> a situation. Is, a pigeon is gonna, is just gonna come at you. A pigeon's gonna take my fries. Like, uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be bird related, but I love the image. It's such an, it's so true that, like, when you're at the boardwalk and you're eating something and a pigeon takes it, you're like, I really don't want to eat this anymore. That is fucking gross. Just, un- or like, a pigeon poops on you. Like, bad stuff just happens to you when you're on owl time. And, and none of it is, the thing that I want to mark is that none of it is significant like there's no in a particular game whose name i don't want to name because i'm not (laughs) promoting this particular game there is a spell called prestidigitation Mm -hmm. and there is a guide and the spell is extremely vague and it's supposed to just be like for stage magic stuff so it's like you pull something out of a hat or you shoot some fireworks out of your hands but it's very specific. It's like the one guideline of the spell. It's like, you you can use this in any million ways, as long as it's not seriously impactful and it costs less than one gold piece. <laughs> so what I envision in this spell, or in this potion, is it's any number of things can happen, but none of them will, like, seriously injure you. Yes. In any, like, yes. you're saying- Or the people around you. <laughs> it's just literally, ah, oh, crap. 
you have bad vibes aura and because you're sending those bad vibes out into the universe they come back so like if i am near you and you're on owl time like i'll fuck up my writing while i'm wearing like while i'm writing with a pen so yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Or the ink will or the ink will like the pen will break and the ink will spray on you and you're like, ah, oh, my shirt is stained. But if you're away from me, does it aura wear off? I think it has to. I think it it's has gotta to. It's gotta follow you like a Charlie Brown cloud. Oh, is it a Charlie Brown cloud? Can the can the user see it? Um meaning the aura. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. Be- I because do. I think about our history with potions is like you want it to do this. Joke's on you, it does that. It turns you into a werewolf. You know, Greased Lightning, the fucking car, that madness episode. (laughs) This one, it's like, am I drinking this thinking that, like, I want bad things to happen to my enemies, so I think I'm exhibiting, like, a paladin-like aura, when in reality, I just have, like... (laughs) Like a rain cloud forms around you. (laughs) Yeah, I got, like, I have douchebag aura activated, (laughs) and, like, bad things just keep following... Because they don't follow the drinker around. They follow everyone else. They affect everyone else but you. Yeah. So you become radioactive and terrible immediately. (laughs) You just become an asshole. Okay. So what I want to talk about then is who made it and for what purpose? Sure, sure, sure. Is it just big soft drink? You know, like, is it it old God, Dr. Pibb? It's got to be. It's got to be a subsidiary. So do we want this to be a bad? Are we making an asshole? Or are we making someone with someone with good intentions that went astray? What are you feeling today? So this potion, let's break it down. This potion, I drink it, I go on owl time. It was designed in order to mimic the feeling of owls, which are, people see it as perception is not reality. An owl might just signify when safety is there. They might not, like... We know, Jeff and Aaron and the listener, that birds actually do ward shit off and keep people away from dangerous shit. Owls might not, but people might think they do. So people try to mimic that owl time for being like, yeah, and if you drink this drink, like, you enter, you get, you enter owl time, and in owl time, like, you radiate safety and joy and happiness, when in reality, all that happens is you radiate stuff, bad things just happen to everyone but you. So, but you I love feel, that. You feel it's great. It's very funny. It's so it's got to be made by someone with good intentions, right? Yes, like completely. By someone, someone that wanted to create a drink that like radiated. Here's the pivot. Okay. Somebody wanted to create the ultimate party drink. <laughs> Why? Wait, because you exhibit good vibes? Like You exhibit safety and good vibes and like- You bring the party? Like, is it you bring like the good safety and energy? Like, you're on out time, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I was at this party the other day and we were in the dorm common room and it was just such fucking good owl and we were on owl time like everybody was getting along everybody was having really great conversation it was a night i'll never forget owl time is a phrase to describe when you feel completely safe in a it's social ha- situation it's, it's the equivalent of either hammock time or beach time like yeah it's the you are you are you're you're kicking back you're in a chair you're in a hammock and you're safe the owls are singing <laughs> oh god like Man, that party was incredible. Really? Yeah, like, it was, was totally on owl, owl time. time. I was on owl time the whole time. I, I felt great. Like, everybody was just, like, no one was there bringing bad vibes. Everyone was very supportive. Or, like, companies, they're like, oh, we only run on owl time. That would be, like, <laughs> Google. Oh, no, yeah. no, we're only on owl time all the time. We run on owl time. We're really, like, an owl time company. All of Safety. our clocks, all of our clocks follow owl time, but... Please oh note that your, your timesheet should be filled out in GMT, though, just as Absolutely. a note. Absolutely, yeah. Like, Owl Time, it's strictly, like, when you try to call them on it, you're like, hey, I thought we were on Owl Time. No, 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 that's strictly symbolic Owl Time. You're, you are not actually safe here at Google. <laughs> so, Owl Time is awesome. Owl Time in fantasy is something like people strive for creating that in social situations. So, I would love to have a drink where, like, if the parties cut. So, this is how it's marketed, Jeff. May I? Yes. Because I, I have a pitch that ruins this in a very what, funny way. It's very Spuds McKenzie in that way of like, you know, not bringing the party in terms of what we think. Like, it's wild and crazy and people have high energy. This is a drink that like, crack this drink, you will exude an aura that just chills everybody out, gets everybody on owl time. So it's like if Spuds McKenzie were someone being like, hey, y'all, like, let's all take it down a notch <laughs> and be respectful. Is that the marketing ploy for making an aura of safety? I'm going to take this further. 
please. That was the first run. Yes, of that was Owl the first. Time. That was the concept art. <laughs> that the first. There's a whole. There was a batch that actually did that. Oh no! The first batch of that. Was Wait, what's created, it called? What's the drink called? Uh, it is called. Oh boy! It's called Hoot. Jeff, I am gonna <laughs> run away from my desk. That is so incredible. <laughs> fucking Hoot, because it puts you on fucking owl time. Hoot. Get on out time. If people like, like when it's someone, you know, every beer commercial, it's like someone walks in the door and holds up that case, a white claw, and everyone goes, yeah, this is somebody whips open the door very gently, very sheepishly goes, and everyone goes, oh, yay. <laughs> you know, you know, when you're feeling like the world can't hold you down, like everything is just going to roll off your back. There's only one thing you can do. You know what that is? Is it who? Got a hoot. Got a hoot. Hoot. Get on owl time. Oh my God. Everything is safe. Everything is chill. Everything is good. You are safe here. Feel free to let your hair down. Here's how this this was ruined. (laughs) Fantasy Google bought it. (laughs) His big businesses wanted it for like those rooms full of beanbag chairs and like skateboard ramps that are like, no, no, no. This is our brainstorming room. Feel free to skateboard. They bought it as a company culture building tool. God, they bought no, an exclusive wait. distribution contract. We have to talk about what fantasy Google is now. You have introduced, um, you, you have opened just a, a, a coo- an igloo cooler full of night crawlers. Aaron, um, I was on the AMFC Discord the other day, bit.ly slash AMFC Discord. Well done, plug-in. And I saw, Aaron, a comment from our dear friend, Caro Assertion. They were okay. listening to an episode. And I feel like there is one person. Oh no! That would make. We don't need to talk about them in depth, but I feel like there's one person that would make specifically a fantasy company that is so awful that they would buy Hoot as a culture building tool. Is it, is it Wizard and Hank Grimtooth? It's just Hank. This is Hank Grimtooth's side venture. Oh God! Where it's what is it created to do? Does wait? So I just watched that documentary about Theranos. It's not. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. There's nothing there. <laughs> uh, for everyone, the the dropout is a very good show with Amanda Seyfried. She brings the thunder. You should watch it. But Theranos is a is a medical company that fucking grifted investors out of billions of dollars <laughs> for a project that never existed. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was literally nothing. Literally, like not even vaporware. It was like they did research for, for years and it led to nowhere. But they kept getting. Getting venture capital money because she kept saying this elizabeth holmes kept saying oh yeah the pizzas are on the way i promise and so like whatever company because i'm not interested in hank grimtooth as a character no. or a story but whatever he's selling doesn't exist yes hank grimtooth founded it but he is not currently in charge this is like after hank grimtooth has, is dead he's in charge but like this, but like the story that we're following is of Hoot, not of whatever BS company he has founded to contain Hoot. Yes, exactly. At this point, Hang Grintooth is more like a Zordon or Wizard yeah. of Oz type character, where it's just kind of like a head in a tube that like shouts <laughs> commands at the board. Not really the horse person that we so, built in the Hell episode. <laughs> was he a horse person? He was a fucking horse, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> He's a horse. <laughs> This show is so dumb. I fucking love this show. Um, Yeah, so what happened is this. As part of this company's culture building initiatives, they bought an exclusive distribution deal with Hoot. So, okay, so in, what is Fantasy Google called? Um, Is it Toothle? Toothle's very funny. Toothle. So at Toothle, you can find all these vending machines where nothing's in them but hoot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, Jeff, because Toothoot gets bastardized into this horrific danger potion where you create bad vibes everywhere you go, that means Toothle's office environment is absolute hell. Oh, oh, oh. Toothle has art, like, goes out of business. So is hoot, like, changed? Here's what, well, Hoot hasn't changed. <laughs> Sorry, this is so stupid. The vibes change. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, so that's that's saucy, actually, because if we, so, 
I read recently a tweet that's like, we don't always have to learn everything about fucking magic systems. And I was like, yo, I feel called the fuck out. Um, so what makes me think how Hoot works is, is it brings out like your actual desires and like your yeah. actual vibe and projects it outward into like an aura, like a radi- it radiates outward and affects those around you, right? Yeah, 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 we're like normally. If your intention is to create like this cone of fucking safety, it just does. And even if that wasn't your intention, OG Hoot, it's like, oh no, like everybody's chill, everything's great. It's not like only good people can exude that vibe. It's just what it did. What did Toothal add into original Hoot in order to make it bad vibes aura? Is it fucking vanilla? Like what? <sighs> Or did they take something out? Can you give me a random, oh, whatever, oh my random god, Oh my god, so we have to talk about what the fuck, oh my god, so I have Table Fables by Madeline Hale, and the potions table, oh my god, so we can roll on its appearance. Jeff, do you have any dice in front of you? I do. I have this delightful All My Fantasy Children dice box. Ugh. Can you roll me 1d20 first so we can learn its appearance? I sure can. You hear that good dice noise? I did. It was very good. An 11. An 11. It is a tall bottle filled with a small amount of purple pulpy potion. Oh, it's pulpy. It's oh, you dense. know I love pulpy. I do love pulpy. I love, I mean, Aaron, what's your, what's your preferred pulp level in an orange juice? Oh, the one with the max amount of oh, pulp. Just, I'm glad that we're on the same I page. I want to chew my motherfucking orange juice. <laughs> I, I, I love, love some pulp. Yeah, absolutely. My mom started buying it when I was like a teenager. Never being like, holy shit, this exists. And she's like, yeah, I know, right? Because she likes chewing her beverages as well. <laughs> I love, uh, it's why I like smoothies. It's why actually yep. why I really like papaya juice. Is the papaya oh. juices that I've had have been, have had some pulp in them. They fucking, it, pulp is good. I, think, I don't think it still good. exists in New York. But papaya dog? Papaya dog still exists. It's just not cheap anymore. Oh, I love papaya dog. They make a good papaya juice that's got some pulp in it. And then you get a hot dog. Yeah, it's banging. Big papaya energy. So roll me 1d20 for taste, please. <laughs> Pulpy. You're chewing it. You're chewing Purple. it. Purple. That's a number two. Give me... Wait. This says old long dead fish. Do we want to <laughs> change it? Wait. Do we want to change it? All right. I'm going to roll in, I'm gonna roll again, but that's what it tastes like now. <laughs> okay. So... What did it, it used to be an 11. It used to taste like copper. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. All right. Sure. It wasn't a good drink. You drink it for the vibes. It's an, people say like it's an acquired taste. It's an acquired it's like, taste. Uh, have you ever drank Malta Goya? Yeah. Oh it's yeah. It's like Malta. Where that shit's an acquired taste. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I want to find out its ingredients. All right. So I'm gonna look up random ingredient generator, and we can go officially to hell. Um. Oh God. What have I done? Okay. Um. Randomize. So it has in it some apricot. Sure. Some, wait, these are all fruits. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> random food generator. Okay, so this is the ingredients of, this is from randomlist.com slash food. This is what's inside of, is this OG Hoot or is this new school Hoot? Let's do OG Hoot first. Okay, so Hoot was originally coming from buckwheat, blueberries, beets, poppy seeds, and apple pie spice. So that actually doesn't sound. And that's that not like the worst thing in the world. And a like that probably would have a little bit of like a like the buckwheat's probably going to give it a little like it's going to taste a little beer like, which is going to be a little copper like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got like that beady. It's red. It's purple. It's it, this. This actually makes a lot of fucking sense. It, it tastes like a smoothie. It's got a yeah. It's it's invig. I think it's I think that it, it's invigorating. Yes, you drink it like. It's kind of a little bit like a V8 or like a Ooh, smoothie. It's kind of like a kombucha. Yeah. Where like all yeah, these things yeah. are fermented to give it this kind of sizz and like this carbonation. And you get this nice, like buckwheat gives it that like the yeast to fermentate and like get bubbly. Apple pie spice, of course, because MFC needs to have warming spices in all their fucking beverages. Mm-hmm. But beets and blueberries kind of make that that's what makes that beautiful purple pulpy color but poppy seeds i feel like do you remember the drink orbits no so orbits was a drink my dad used to work as a delivery truck driver for um for soft drink company and so he would bring back like tons of weird sobe brand experimental beverages and one of them was orbits like the like the gum uh, so no, this is like a, it was a, like a soft drink. You can Google image it where there were little jelly balls that floated around in it and like orbited inside the bottle. They didn't sink to the bottom and you could chew them. 
That's how I envision poppy. So imagine if boba floated throughout the drink. That's how I imagine the poppy seeds visualize in this. So it is a beverage you can chew, and it is a little pulpy from the fruit and vegetables, and the buckwheat gives it that carbonation. Yeah. Now, what was removed or added in order to fuck this up? Was it like a curse? Like, was someone like, fuck you and your good vibes? Like, you know what I mean? Or is it the intention, the intent of the drinker is what changes it? I think it's got to be the intent of the drinker. Okay. Or it's the intent of the person that hands out, that distributes. I oh, think it is. Making it. Is it in the, is it, is it like magic in the brewing process? You know what it is? It's not in the brewing process, but I like that thought process. I've, it hit me where I think it is. You, you mentioned it. You said this a few minutes ago and it's been sitting with me and it just fully clicked into place. It's a storage issue. Go on. If this is made fresh, it's, it exudes an energy. And I want to I, I I circle back to this because I want a disclaimer and a clarification in a few minutes. But if it's served fresh, it's great. Draft, wonderful. Good vibes. Good vibes only. Uh, served out of a cauldron, delightful. If it is sealed in a plastic uh, Capri Sun bag, <laughs> stuffed into a vending machine where it sits for four to six weeks... Because you fill up with 300 of them at a time. Yep. That changes the vibe dramatically. Also, Jeff, to counter this, when Toothal was first like, oh my God, like, yes, we finally got Hoot, put it in every vending machine. They noticed at first that the Hoot that was in office was like bad, right? Yeah. But the Hoot that was out and about was still good. So I feel like they might have added like an extra ingredient to kind of counter it. Oh, it's a preservative. Do you want to know what that is? Because it just rolled on random spice generator. Please, (laughs) Jeff, I want you to tell me how much mustard powder that Toothal added to this beverage. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) How much mustard powder? How many grams? Because it's got to be in gram. Fucking, it's like six, five grams of cardamom or something. (laughs) Which... As uh, our lovely friend Cheerio Buffet has definitely showed us is the most cursed image of all time. <laughs> How many ounces of mustard powder are in Toothal's version of Hoot? How angry am I at Cheerio Buffet today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say two. I think two is fair. I think two, two ounces. Is- it was like it's, it was to try. It was like trying. You know what I mean? Like they don't have a beverage department. They're, they're like, I don't know, put some fucking mustard powder in it. I don't know. I heard that'll make it last longer. <laughs> mustard, mustard, what do we got? We got, uh, we got mustard powder. They're just in a kitchen. <laughs> they're in their corporate kitchen and they just have, because, ve- okay, so this is an interesting thing, Jeff, and I, I know this is getting chaotic, but I, I want to tie it into something. Hoot is not made at Toothal. But Toothal does have it in their corporate office. And like you said, it's a it's a storage issue. Yeah. So in other parts of the world, they are not suffering like Toothal is. Other everybody else on Earth gets to enjoy Hoot, except people in the corporate office of Toothal. I think um I think I want to take that a step further. Okay. Um, because you know what happened? What? Hoot got out there with its bad formula. Yeah. People, people didn't like people outside of Toothal roundly rejected it, and like an imitator popped up. Oh no! And that's what this mustard powder is. That's at Toothal or no? Toothal. So Hoot has the mustard powder in it, and is lo- is exclusively found at Toothal because they ruined it. Yes. Honk. <laughs> no! Wait, is this really big in the clown community? Is this like Fago? No, no, it's it's Can it be? Can it be? No, absolutely, it gets picked up by clowns. Uh, honk! <laughs> it's duck time. This <laughs> fucking god. Or is, is it, it quack? Is it quack or is it honk? I like honk. It's got to be honk. Honk! It's duck time, Aaron. It's for when things roll off your back like a duck. When it's time to get down, duck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think it's got to be called duck. It's <laughs> duck for when you need to get down. And it's because it brings chill vibes. So wait, is duck is, is duck the real version? Duck is the like original hoot basically, but rebranded. Duck is what duck is rebranded original hoot. <laughs> I hate how complex this is, <laughs> but I love it. So who is distributing duck, which by the way has the nickname of honk? 
<laughs> and that's when it's picked up. So there's no license. There's a, a really free licensing agreement apparently with this beverage, which I love. Toothle's version is hoot. Clowns call it honk, but regular people just know it as duck. <laughs> It's a regional beverage. It's got a lot of different iterations. Like people, it, it's like fucking Coca Cola. Like there's all different colas, but it's the same fucking thing. Because because here's Aaron. Here's honk. Here's what honk is. It was adopted by clowns, which as we know are monstrous evil beings. <laughs> yep. Let's <laughs> wander the earth, spreading misery. And we are not saying that juggalos are that. No no whoop, no. Whoop. Juggalos are great. Whoop whoop. Mmfcl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking, I, I'll die with a hatchet in my hand before I say it. fucking juggalos are bad. I got, I have a hatchet man dice in my hand right now. <laughs> MMFCL, we are pro juggalos. There is an entire second camp of juggalo clowns. Jesus Christ. Okay. God, so please, this, show is, this show is very good. This show is the greatest podcast that has ever graced the okay. internet. No, then that's the direction we're going to go in. Okay. That what? Clowns love that, fucking that honk? Juggalo, juggalo clowns. Clowns that are that, that fight against Shao Clowns, evil clowns. Uh, such just, as the, We can just say regular ones. Like <laughs> There are just clowns in fantasy we can say that aren't part of the evil circus oh, of misery. <laughs> this is shockingly large lore. No, no, no. Entertainers. Yes. Clowns, entertainers. People that put on a show drink honk because it gives like, it's a fun, it, Aaron, give me an ingredient. Oh, oh, do you want a spice or an ingredient? You're, you you surprise me. I gotta give you a spice. <laughs> I love that my Google search is like random spice <laughs> generator. So there's some dill. <laughs> you add a little dill, it adds a, a zesty flair to your to your okay. drink. And that becomes like for when you're putting on a show, for when people are getting excited. Okay. So the base of hoot is actually this potion where it's like, it's very malleable. Like, it's very oh, customizable what you want it to do. Of course, Toothal, I feel like, added in the mustard powder, yes, as a preservative, but I feel like they added it in to try to create an element of, like, we're going to control our employees. Productivity boost. Yes, and what really happened is it creates an aura of bad feels, bad luck. Okay. Anti-Domino so, from X, uh, X-Men. This is great, because this gets to the disclaimer and the clarification that I want to add in. I don't think it alters your mood magically. I'm not, I don't love, no. I don't love magical mood alteration. No, 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 what no, What it does is, and I think we're on the same page about this, stuff happens around you that is likely to pick up your, or likely to alter your mood in the direction that the, like, for example, we said, like, if you're, if you're drinking Hoot, you're just you're likely to like step in dog do. Yes, it, it's it's not that it's you are like you're literally emitting like some miasma that fucking yeah. changes people's mood. It's just that stuff is happening around you. <laughs> you are like like that's why I used Domino as example. Domino and Marvel like what she like uh, changes like the fabric of reality to events happen more in her favor. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with this aura thing of like. Things happen that are not in your favor when you drink hoot. And they and they happen that are. They happen in your favor when you drink uh when you drink duck. And when you drink conk, stuff gets stuff gets fun and funnier. Like things are exciting. Specifically funny and fun things and interesting things happen. Your jokes, it's not in a way of like everybody's stoned, so your jokes are funnier. It is just like your joke is better. Basically, what I'm implying is that the drinks create an aura, and yes, I must break this down, that literally shape the universe around you and reality itself, not the perception of it. It is literally a funnier joke. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, like, part of that is that, like, you drink it and then funnier things happen to you. Like, things, yes. like reality heightens a little bit so that, like, when you tell a joke, it's in response to a just slightly stranger reality. Can I tell you something interesting? Now that we've created this, which I, I think is really interesting, the fact that it creates like a little pocket pocket zone around you that warps reality in different ways. So say a clown, right? Or like a, a performer might create duck, right? It was honk. Honk is for performers. Yeah. Honk. It creates like, you know, a really exciting environment. Like all of a sudden, like, you know, you might run away from explosions in your little pocket zone. I don't know. Exciting things are happening to you. But conversely, 
if you were like a sad performer, you would just drink fucking hoot. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, people put on, I feel like, so this is my also take on this. The performance world is big on these fucking brands of beverages because they point out complexities of human existence. <laughs> so like, if I'm this like very deep performance artist, I'm drinking hoot to show that like, you know, bad things are happening in my general vicinity. Like life is challenging. But then at the end of the performance, I drink duck and everything is great again. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Did we go too far? No, I, no such thing, Aaron. This is great. <laughs> These three fucking drinks. One is, so one doesn't have any spice. Or do, do would the first one have spice? Does Honk have uh, spice? I had apple pie spice. <laughs> apple pie spice. The second one has, so hoot. Base level hoot has apple pie spice. Or what would eventually become known as duck has apple. No, duck has dill. No, 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 no. Honk is dill. All right, all right, all right. So (laughs) duck duck has apple pie spice. Duck has apple pie spice. The first drink we talked about where everything is chill vibes and you bring, bring to the party and everybody's having a great time. That is honk. That has apple pie spice. The negative feeling one, hoot, that has mustard powder. And then the exciting variant, Honk, has dill. Great. Top tier all, all around. Oh, my God. Is that a wrap? Did we just create a terrible potion? Or do we, should we dive deeper into, like, what happens? Do you want to, or are you good? Hmm. What's left? I, I, the only thing I want to know is who, cre- is who the person is that created, briefly, who the person is that created this. Okay. Who created original Hoot? Which led to becoming Honk, or Duck, and Duck, but and all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who created original Hoot? It would be someone who wants to create, like, a zone of safety. And, like, this would be created out of necessity. I feel like maybe it's, like, an urban legend tonic, you know, that's, like, oh. in this region, it's, like, you, you drink this when you want, like, you know, every, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's moonshine. It, what yes. we're describing is, like, it's, it's a moonshine that is local to, um... Make up a town. It's in Boreal Hill. It's very good. I like Boreal Hill. Like, it looks Boreal like Burial Hill. Hill, but with an O. Yeah, Boreal Hill. It's a type of owl. It's, a, it's an area that has a lot of owls. Oh, I love that. And so, like, the owl call is of, like, safety is, like, noted. It's like a noted, it's like a noted thing in this, in this region. And a lot of people have been making hoot. A lot of people are making hoot for fucking eons. It's just a local, th- it's a local drink that people make. Like long ago, the legend of hoot, the legend of whatever this drink is called in Boreal Hill, it could be called hoot for all we know, is that there was once an owl that like whispered this secret to like one of the villagers. It told them the ingredients and the ratios and it got passed down from generation to generation, like how to make true hoot. The owls told them how to replicate it because in that town they think after you drink hoot that's what it, it like empowers your woohoo and it creates like a space of safety <laughs> in boreal hill and so of course a business like toothle would hear this and be like oh fuck yeah i can make that and then like we'll just hoot in the office and create good vibes and productivity like fuck that town fuck boreal hill <laughs> i love it uh i love that it is the direct result of toothle's downfall that yeah. bad oh, things God, yeah. just keep happening. So, like, you know, they they start fucking up their financial forms. People are less productive because they're just miserable. People are quitting left, right, and center. They're, like, getting out of this fucking business because it's just nothing but bad vibes at this goddamn job. Every time I go to this fucking office, it's like my coffee is way too hot for, like, a second, and it sucks. <laughs> it's just a bad this is a place where, like, bad shit just seems to happen to me. And so I gotta quit. I gotta quit. And so... I will say the 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 bow that I want to tie on this is after Toothel is dissolved, after Toothel is no more, Hoot and well Hoot no longer exists, but Duck and uh, Honk still do. But Boreal Hill has never stopped making Hoot. Yeah, so it that still great. exists out there, and it's like purest form. The tradition never stopped. It just got ripped off by a corporation, as you know they tend to do. That sounds great. I love that. And and Aaron, the one closing note, hoot offs. Go on. Just that Boreal Hill has a, 
If it's a thing oh, that like everybody... hooting competitions, like the farm fair in our world. If everybody, if it's everybody's <laughs> making it, the hoot off is a is a is a cook off that you you make your drink and everybody oh, tries different. Yeah. Uh, this one, I added a little smoked paprika to it, makes things a little more aggressive, and you drink it, and then like owl, like birds start circling, and you know, like thunder cracks, and you're like, oh wow, I kind of want to throw some hands right now. <laughs> I love that people have a customization. There's, I want to say there's several competitions involved in the hoot off. Like one of them is creating the strongest batch of hoot. Meaning like if you, if you sip it and you hoot, it like whoever can exude the biggest, like that batch made you exude the biggest positive safety aura, like onto the town. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the batch that moves on that year. That's like the prized batch. You know what I mean? Because it's oh, increasing yeah. the safety of the region. So obviously you're like, that's the new version. So the secret of it, the secret of Hoot the whole time is that it changes every year based on the Hoot off. And that's what Tutho could never lock down. Love it. Now, I want to talk next time about fucking Boreal Hill because I love this owl town. And I'm like, well, damn, that was the interesting thing. Fuck Tutho and fuck Hoot. <laughs> hoot, honk, and duck. <laughs> hoot, honk, and duck. And can the title of this episode be Hoot Honk and Duck More Fantasy Sodas? Oh, of course. Hoot Honk and Duck More Fantasy Sodas. I love there's so much that we've added into this episode and it makes me very happy. That is a wrap on Hoot Honk and Duck More Fantasy <laughs> Sodas. Hoot Honk and Duck. Hoot Honk and Duck. Hoot Honk and Duck. Uh, thank you so much to Merle, Eldridge Friend, and Crab for your prompt. Uh, they used our prompt submission channel in our Discord. Which is a fucking fantastic way of sending prompts to this podcast, because when it's time to pick one, we just scroll and scroll, and they're all in one place, and it's super easy. But if you're kind of horny for other ways to send us prompts, there's a lot of ways you can do it. Jeff, what are they? I can never remember. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Or as Aaron mentioned, you can go to bit.ly slash Discord and post them in the prompt submission channel. Boom! All My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. The One Shot Podcast Network is a beautiful beach umbrella, which we all sit under. And by we, I mean a collection of creatives, podcasts, streamers, game designers, all tabletop adjacent folkin, with a focus on creating a space that's more inclusive, more positive, and more adventurous in the tabletop space, because isn't that what we all need? Welcome to the beach. OneShotPodcast.com. <laughs> OneShotPodcast.com. It's owl time. It's owl. Yeah, we kind of all exist on fucking owl time, which is going to be part of my verbal hug. But Jeff's second podcast that I believe it's a review podcast of sipping all the variations of Honk and Duck. It is. It is. What's it called? It's called uh, Party of One. It is an actual play <laughs> podcast focused on two-player role-playing games. Every week, I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player RPG, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday or Wednesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Dang, how concise was that? Y'all, I want to remind you all that Jeff does that all in one try every single fucking time. <laughs> Verbal hug this week, I definitely have one, because my... A lot of times, like, you and I behind the scenes talk about All My Fantasy Children's, like, modern age, where we say, like, fuck Wizard Hunt, bad things happen to people like Wizard and Hank Grimtooth and stuff. And I wanted to highlight that in this episode, where we talk about owl time as being, like, where everything's just great, everybody's super nice and kind, and things are just kind of going your way. Because could you fucking imagine if that existed? That would be awesome. And so it's kind of like when you're creating work... Um, and you're not in the mood to like, you know, create something that evokes like your saddest thing. It's okay basically to create fiction that is an optimistic view of things that might suck IRL. That's my advice to you. It's very cathartic for me. I hate the fucking word, but it's very cathartic for me to create fantasy that's optimistic because personally I'm tired of seeing fantasy that's focused basically on like violence and fucking, you know, violence basically is most fantasy is just fueled by violence and an element of exploration and discovery and colonization so i'm like what if there were elements in fantasy that were more optimistic things like a potion that makes everybody happy and feels good around you and i encourage you to explore these kinds of themes basically do as i do <laughs> do as jeff and i do because it is it's been very nice creating a fantasy world where like 
we don't see the tropes that we experience. We we see the tropes that we experience in consuming fantasy and fiction, and we don't replicate them. We learn from them and twist them so that they fit more into something that makes us feel good rather than going, oh, God, this fucking again. I guess I'll watch it. No, make shit that you want to do that makes you happy. And it's not always easy. Clearly, this episode was like really busy and wild, but it's really fun and rewarding to create three fantasy sodas that tell big business to go fuck themselves while also creating uh, three other hilariously nice vibes. So make fiction that makes you happy and try to create the change that you want to see in the genre that you like. Yeah. Hell yeah. You have anything? Along those same vines, along those same lines... Make stuff that puts a smile on your face, like, like, and and in the sense of, like, things that are optimistic and and joyful, but, like, even more than that, things that are, like, make stuff that is self-indulgent, like, yeah, like, make stuff, like, like, if you're working on things, I want you to take the time to, like, make the things that, like, put a big, goofy grin on your face, because those are the things that are going to have the biggest impact, like, find the ways to, like, find... The things that, like, are so narrowly focused on you that, like, fill you with joy that, like, if no one else were to ever engage with them, you'd still, you'd still be over the moon because it's, it is your thing in the universe. Those are the things that you're going to come back to again and again and again. Yes. And so those are the things that I want you to put your energy in. That is really good advice. That is a very concise way of saying all the shit that I said. So I'm about it. Where it's like, make things that make you happy and, you know, try to... Make things, try to like make fantasy that's better than what you found. Excellent, excellently, excellently well put. Yeah, because if you keep doing that, if like, oh, I liked what all my fantasy children did with potions, I bet I can make that even more positive, happy, or different. I'd be like, go for it, fuck. And we keep all adding rubber bands to that rubber band ball, and eventually it crushes the weird violent standard that we all currently have to consume over and over again. Goddamn right. Um, is that all we do on this podcast? I believe that is all we do here, so until next time, good night. And good, good game. game. is a total snooze fest. I know, the vibes are just all wrong. Uh-oh, is your party lacking some spice? Ah, yes, I've tried everything. No matter what I do, I just can't get the vibe right. No problem. I have just the thing to spice this party up. Whoa, Hoot Honk and Duck? That's right, Hoot Honk and Duck. Hoot Honk and Duck! It's owl time. I don't know. Can it really bring the vibes? How does it work? With our proprietary blend of spices, Hoot Honk and Duck have the magic to create the vibe you need when you need it most. Do you want chill vibes chill vibes or maybe some hilarious vibes or maybe you're looking for something more exciting with our trio of soft drinks we can make any vibe your vibe wow that's a lot of choices in this it's a it's a lot of spice like a lot. Ha <laughs> it sure is. So remember, when you want the vibes to be just right, reach for Hoot Honk and Duck. Hoot Honk and Duck! It's owl time. Hoot Honk and Duck are not responsible for any bad vibes or sudden bird attacks.